Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. Hey, how's everybody doing? What is going on? Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. Uh, This is episode number 44. It's double fours today, and I am your host, Arthur Yan. Uh, we are very, very excited. We've got a, an amazing guest. He is outside right now on a construction site, and this might be one of my first kind of on-location interviews, but <laughs> he's smiling. Uh, the looks, weather looks beautiful, and he is a managing member of REMAX in Mississippi. He's a business coach with the Apex Network. He's Mr. Sammy Knight. Sammy, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great, Arthur. What an honor to be on with you, and uh Really appreciate the opportunity. I'm sorry I'm outside, but uh, you could uh, you could pick a lot of places in my life. If anybody ever asked you where would he feel most comfortable, it's always outside. So I feel yeah, pretty good. Clearly, I hope it's not a problem. <laughs> not at all. And you're clearly you're an outdoors man. I am too. So I can completely relate. I, I probably need to start doing some of my shows from outside too. So, uh, but Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is uh this is an honor for me too, Sammy. And let's get started. I want to talk. If you could tell us a little bit about your background. Obviously, I introduced you. You're you're in with Remax, and you have a real estate background. You're a business coach. But can you talk a little bit about how you got started? How you got to where you are today? Uh, I worked in corporate America for about eighteen years with uh, AT and T and Sarah Lee and. Then I got into uh, the private sector as a minority owner with Mossy Oak Camo. Hayes Outdoors is the parent. Mossy Oak's the brand. And uh, really liked that world. And it, it made me realize that I'm probably not a great employee. I'm a much better, uh, I'm much better in a position where that um, if I'm going to look at an SOB, I'm going to look at that person in the mirror and that'd be me. So I'm probably a whole lot better being an entrepreneur. And I got into real estate by accident. Most everything I've gotten into was just I happened to be in the right place at the right time. And so blessed to have some incredible people in my life that, uh, you know, gave me a chance. Um, put me on the right path when when I was probably headed down a wrong path, took the time to say, hey, uh I don't really have a dog in this fight, but you know, you could do it a little different. And here's a recommendation. And this is why. And then I got in, like I said, I got into real estate by accident, uh, running my mouth one day to a lady that was helping me sell a piece of land. And I told her she was terrible. There's a story behind it, but I told her she was terrible at what she did. She should sell me her company. And about two weeks later she did. So, uh, had a little small property management business, in there and then I took that property management business and 
through a few things that we did, uh, then uh, merged with a couple others, bought one out. We went from having 20 doors to just under 3,200 right now, and we will probably be at 3,600 within the next, I'd say, year of what we have on the drawing board that's on the way. So uh, didn't know anything about running a real estate business. We have five offices now, uh, most in West Tennessee and North Mississippi. Uh, didn't know anything about a property management business. Also have an appliance business, have, an, have a mortgage brokerage. Didn't know anything about any of that. And uh, just stuck my, you know, most people stick their toe in the water. I went in over my head. And so let's go. And uh, learned a lot along the way and, and been so fortunate to have some incredible people to to work with and uh, to build this biz- these businesses with. And I do have the honor of coaching people. Uh, I've been doing that for a while. I've been a consultant for over 20 years in different aspects of business, mostly uh, on the operation, sales, marketing, and sourcing side. Uh, worked with a lot of great companies, um, big companies, small companies, great individuals. Um, man, I wake up every day. I turned 65 in December, and I'm like, why am I here? And I'll tell you exactly why. Because some people took a chance. And I would all to that. Yeah, one of those people was you, obviously, and uh, a lot of a lot of people. Clearly, my life. Yeah, go ahead. no, go ahead, Sammy. That's the anchor in my life, not like the ball and chain, but she keeps me grounded. Been with her for forty-four years, married to her for forty-four, with her for forty-nine. Two great kids, two great grandkids, man. Uh, I, I'm the epitome of the guy that says, if today's my last day, it's been a great run. That's how I think we all want to feel. Uh, and yeah. I, I know that, you know, I have, I have a lot of struggles. I'm not to where you are in age and in, you know, in your obviously in your business life and, uh, but, but being a business owner myself, I mean, it, it's stressful, but you have paved the way to show people how to handle it, you know, with grace, handle it with dignity. And I think you're doing so much for so many. Um, what what do you credit your long marriage to? My wife being work. You know, I had I had dreams and aspirations to if you'd have told me 40 years ago I was going nuts, I'm just an old country boy from Mississippi, you know. <laughs> and my wife, she was always that foundation that regardless of how stupid I was or mistakes I made she was always there in my corner and she was always pushing me forward not not literally saying get out there and make a living but just I always knew that everything behind me was handled my family my kids my home my, and just to keep charging I, I I attribute it to her commitment to make this thing work I had the same commitment but I took it as a my responsibility was to go out there and make it. And uh, she was just awesome. And now I'm I'm so blessed today that we're at that point where, you know, I wake up every day and can't wait to say good morning to her when I'm at the house. And I can't wait to tell her good night. I mean, it's just, 
it's a key ingredient in my in my success as well as uh, the success of our marriage is I just got a great partner in my life. Um, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this. There's two things I tell everybody. If you want this to work, this marriage to work, there's two things you've got to be dialed in on. Number one, the world's filled with compromise. Most importantly at home, you're not always going to be right together. Y'all can be perfect separately. You'll be wrong. And number two, you started dating her or she started dating you when y'all didn't even know each other. You smiled, you laughed, you shared, you know, you did little crazy things that kind of drew their attention, whether it be cutting up jokes, stealing a flower out of a yard, taking it off the table at the restaurant, whatever it may be to hand to them. And, and after we get married, we get we let responsibility get in the way of that. Remember, if you date her, you don't have to date her four and five and ten hours a day. Dating her is just letting her know that you care and you love her. And handing her a flower saying thank you. And that takes 30 seconds. You know? So yeah. my recommendation, date her every day. Or him every day. I think that's very sound advice. And it's... And- a lot of us that are married, I'm married, and uh, it's it's tough to do with young kids. But hey, everything's tough, right? And your spouse really is going to take. You know, you need to focus a lot more on on your spouse than pretty much anything else. So that's great um, advice. I had a Sam. great I had a great friend a long time ago that he was actually on his second marriage, and we were talking about marriage and. He said, here's my philosophy about marriage is always remember who's going to push your wheelchair if you need them to. <laughs> it's funny, but it's true. You know, it's it funny. Is. And, it uh, it, you know, especially depending on the age gap. I know there's some couples out there where maybe husband's a little older than the wife. So, or maybe well, that's a person. real, that's a real <laughs> fact. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, when you, you gave those two pieces of advice and that kind of takes me, you know, to the next transition where that's something that you are frequently doing, being a coach and you have something which I love to see, which is your kind of your trademark. You call it your Sammyisms, And I don't know if it's actually trademarked or not. It probably should be, but, uh, but I love your Sammyisms. Tell us how you get inspiration for, for those. Man. I, you know, I've been asked this before and I never have an easy answer. I'm a guy that, be, that believes so much in people, um, that, like I say, a lot of my success is attributed to the great people that I've had been so fortunate to be with and work with and around. And so I'm a study of people and I watch their actions and I watch things. They read things they say and, I don't know how it happens, but like people make a post and I, it triggers something in my head about my past or about life in general or, or things that I think may help them. And I grab my phone, pull up my notes and jot down either the thought, the idea, or I actually write the post. And, um, they, they all come from others. Uh, it's not, it's not me. It's not something. I mean, I develop them maybe and and write them, but 
at the end of the day, it's what I see in the course of the day. There's days I'll sit down and not write any. And then there's days I'll put 20 in my note section. Just thoughts, you know. And if you think about business, you know, how many times have we come up with a great idea? And six, seven months later, somebody else was doing it. We didn't do it. But we had that idea a long time ago. And we didn't write it down. And we didn't take action on it. Or we didn't, you know, push it forward. So that's kind of what I do with these. I've always always felt like I was not the by far not the smartest guy in the room. And I wasn't. I was always willing to outwork you. And if if, if you wanted to try to compete with me working you're gonna lose and most people that know me will tell you that um because i'm gonna outwork you i'm not gonna outsmart you i'm not gonna be the sharpest bulb brightest bulb but but i'm gonna outwork you there's no doubt about it and so seeing people taking action and doing various things just strikes a chord with me and i want to try to always help and say here's something to think about and i'll give you a little quirk and call it a samyism or (laughs) well and you know it's funny because the best way i can say it yeah well and it's funny because that's that's time and time again that's what i see when i see people getting ahead is they're they're working harder and and you know if you're if you think that you're smarter than everybody else you're not going to really have much to gain and you're probably not going to have much to offer either and in your situation that's that's an example of an attitude everybody needs to have right i'll i'll outwork you um and so with that i wanted to kind of because i i did say that's the winning way right so we're going to talk about your book uh yeah (laughs) which and you use that term so often but your book is called behind the gate winners win so can you can you talk a little bit about your book and and maybe where people can find it Oh, uh, you can find it on Amazon. Um, you know, that was something I always wanted to do was write a book, but I never, I'm like a lot of people. I just never had the oomph to go over the line. And Stuman really pushed me hard on that. And, uh, he actually wrote the forward in it for me. But um, I, I, I believe this world lives and dies with relationships. And that's relationships to others, but it's also relationships to occurrences in your life and how you use those and, and what you do about them. And, and, and so to me, behind the gate was always a a place that people either hide behind or get behind. And, um, you know, if, if we could ever open people's gates, we could get in there with them and we could understand maybe what their needs are or maybe how we could help them or maybe how they could help us. And so I used a hunting camp for years to get to know a lot of clients and I played golf with clients. I did, you know, all the, all the stuff that you do, but the hunting camp was always kind of special because I had you one-on-one and, uh, and so it allowed me to get you behind my gate open my gate, let you know who I am at the same time, you know, it loosen you up a little bit so I could get to know you. And, and I always had a belief that if I could ever get behind your gate enough so that we knew each other and there was a trust built, then, um, 
I, I wasn't guaranteed to get the business. I was guaranteed to get the opportunity. If I failed and didn't deliver, then I don't deserve the business. But if I could always make sure I got the opportunity to present, then I, I won. Um, if I didn't get the business, it's because we couldn't deliver. Um, and so it's kind of tales from that. And I've got some childhood tales in there, but um, I'm a guy that learns from um, everything, everyday life, not from textbooks. And so uh, I, I tell stories in there about things that occurred in my life that changed my trajectory. And I, I may not have known the importance of them then, but I, as I got older, I used them later. You know, yeah. How many times do we do we hear people that went to college and they go, "Man, I didn't learn anything in there. It's just I'm not going to use all that." And guess what? Yeah, you will later down the road. You will, and if nothing else, you'll use things like you know, getting to know people and and how you better serve a, a business by working closer with the folks. So, behind the gate was written as uh, just stories of of me and my time behind my own gate behind others and, and what we learned from it and how we got better. I love the way you put that too, where you wanted to spend that one-on-one -on -one time. I mean, you really, there's, there's almost different levels of P of, of layers of, of, to people, right. Where you, you want to peel back another layer, you know, what else is behind that layer? And I mean, people like you, you know, Ryan Stuman, uh, that you open up and show, so much to to everybody to your entire audience but it's it's on that level and it's back down to the one-on-one -on -one level you mentioned that's that's really neat and well i want to ask you too when you mentioned stuman and you met, and of course we talked about apex but you've been a coach for with the apex network for a while now what do you enjoy most about being able to coach and inspire so many bright business minds uh, get, it, obviously, it's giving back. I'll tell you the story behind that, though. When I was about 14, my dad, and this is in the book, but my dad and I were at a family uh, funeral or a friend of my dad's family. And um, as we were walking out of the cemetery, I was obviously like any 14-year-old trying to get away from all of that, you know. And, and my dad stopped me and he pulled yes, sir. And I turned to walk out again and he said, but just remember, What's really important is the day you die, if you left everything here that you know so the next generation could be better, then it'll be you'll have led a great life. And so I never thought about that until I got on up in years and, you know, after I was 50 and that thing started ringing in my head again, what my dad said. And so I get more out of those coaching calls than the clients do because I get the opportunity to do what one I love and that's sharing mistakes I made and, and some good things that we did too, to help them be better, but also honoring what my dad told me without him really telling me, you know? And so it, it's hard to, it's hard for me to do a coaching call and walk away from it. And people go, well, man, you really taught him a lot, I bet. And it's like, no, no, I, I won that battle. He taught me a lot, you know, because when you can <laughs> see somebody light up and and make a difference, just like you, you know, 
who who told you to have a podcast? Uh no one. I just I just yeah. started my podcast and thought it would be a good idea to help people and to and to spread yeah. information and to share, you know, networking. So you're right. You're right. It's it's 10 years ago if somebody would have said, Arthur, you're gonna be a you're gonna have a podcast and you're gonna we know you're going to be on your 44th one someday, but you're going to have a podcast. You have said, man, I, that's not me. I, that won't happen. And look, you're doing it. You're making a difference. You may not feel it, but trust me, you're making a difference. Well, and I, and I appreciate that because when I, when you get that encouragement, especially from somebody like you, it, it gives you an extra boost. I mean, you know that you're able to, to help, people on some kind of level and like you said i learn way more <laughs> on my podcast than i expect to to teach anyone and that's that's why uh having someone like you share your knowledge just to, to pass it on and i had a conversation that was kind of similar with my father-in-law and he said a very similar thing he said i i, I learned he's a big hunter too he's like i, I learned you know, all these tactics for hunting. I learned, you know, skills in carpentry and construction. And one of the things I want to leave behind, it, you know, may not be great wealth or it may not be this or that, but if I leave behind my knowledge and pass it on to my grandkids, pass it on to, you know, those that, that need that kind of advice or help. And obviously you've done that, you know, a hundredfold, Sammy, and it's, it's shows, it continues to show. So, uh, yeah, if, if I get the opportunity on my last breath, I, just after I tell my wife, I love her to, you know, tell the, whoever's standing over me, something that'll help them in the future, then man, I won. Yeah. I won. You're going to need and, some time whenever you, you need to ask the doctors, Hey man, am I, am I about to pass soon? Yeah, you gotta give right. me a time here right. to make a speech. <laughs> that's right, doc. We got some work to do and I'm not finished yet. I got to finish, yeah. but you know, you know, we if, if, if everything we do to help someone else or help the next generation in, in the business we're in or in other businesses that we're in, we're, we're adding value that you can't buy, you can't order from a book or Amazon or whatever, but everything we do, we're making this place a little better. Yeah, I can sit here all day long and tell you how terrible life is and how bad the economy i'm in real estate man i can sit here and tell you what interest rates are doing and all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day it's a learning experience and everything we do helps the next one or adds a little bit of value how do we lose how can it be so bad because we control it look i'll give you a great example i got real estate agents that are absolutely crushing it that were great agents before now they're up 60 70 percent wow i've got others that were extremely successful last year and they're down 60 70 percent down and the difference is one of them says this isn't going to stop me and i'm going to pull from everything i know to be better and the other one says well, it's just a bad economy, and we can attribute it to high interest rates and all that. Man, that's 
a bunch of bull. It's what you put in it. There's too many people being successful today in different aspects of business in areas that's not growing, but yet they're successful. So why can't you? Yeah. And it's, it's the excuse mentality. And of course that's what you and Ryan Stuman and the group. And I mean, if you want to get ahead, if you want to keep going, everybody runs into stuff. You know, I just moved with four kids and Ooh. trying to run a business and trying to do Ooh. this, trying to, it's, it's crazy, but you know what? If you do what Sammy's saying and you throw your excuses aside and you just push through and say, Hey man, whatever it takes, like this is, this is what it's all about. And, uh, I, I you know, there's, we, we joke around cause there's FYE. And if you want to say the, the censored version, S Y E screw your yeah. excuses, <laughs> but, uh, I really appreciate all of this, Sammy. And I always like to kind of wrap up the show with something a little fun or off the wall, but you're a big hunter. I love to hunt too. Share with us your, your most prized trophy that you ever had out on a hunting expedition. I would say that me personally would have been a, um, a um, grizzly bear in Alaska that I hunted for about seven days. But my most prized trophies are both my sons when they harvested their first turkeys. I'm a big turkey hunter, and uh, I love it. I have a terrible sickness over it. And <laughs> when I got the chance to take both my children and call up their first bird, man, that's when I stopped worrying about chasing them for me and started worrying about chasing them for others. Cause that was just the experience of a lifetime. My, my kids and the joy on their face and the enthusiasm on my face and man, just the best. Those are the best trophies that I could ever ask for. I, I've had some, I, I will tell you, Arthur, I've, I've been so blessed did some dandies along the way. And those, those, most prized trophies you got four kids is when you take one or all of them and they get their first bird yeah i remember taking my boys together they weren't allowed to hunt yet my wife had given the green light and we went dove hunting and they couldn't wait to pick up the birds they'd beat the dog out there to get the birds just because they wanted to wanted to come back with that big smile on their face and say look daddy i got this for you <laughs> that those are the best trophies. That's awesome. And it, my my boys are are 10 and 8 and you know turkey season here comes up in the spring so I can't I think this is the year that we're going to get yeah. them out there try to get their first birds but I I agree with you completely. I mean that's an amazing amazing point there. The trophy is seeing your your kids, seeing your your loved ones enjoy their moments. So you know, I've taken a lot of people and their kids hunting, so I'm I'm inviting you to bring your kids. I took Stuman and his three boys. Mm -hmm. I tell you, when the Stuman gang rolled into the camp, it's uh it's a treat, and to see Ryan see his sons harvest their first animals, it don't get no better than that. It was cool. Yeah, well, I and I can't wait, and I'm definitely going to take you up on that offer, Sammy. That. That would be wonderful. Uh, and 
once again, I'm just so grateful to have you on the show. This has been an amazing discussion. And as I expected, you shared a very immense wealth of, of knowledge and advice. I know a lot of people have gotten a lot from this. He is Sammy Knight. He is a, a man, the managing member of Remax in Mississippi. He's a business coach with the Apex Network. His book is Behind the Gate, Winners Win. You can find that on Amazon, and I highly recommend you grab a copy. Sammy, thanks again, man. This has been a very huge pleasure to have you on. You bet. Looks honor. like have you a great have one day. other thing to add. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying goodbye. It's an honor. Okay. Well, goodbye, Sammy. Thanks again. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSB Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.